Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with Elise. How you doing, Elise? Hello. Thank you again for having me. I'm good. How are oh, you? Absolutely. So this is something I'm doing with all of my experts this week is I'm asking you to look into the future. What do you see going on in 2023 in your portfolio, your locations? Because everybody invests in different spots. Uh, you know, what's what's going on uh, in 2023, Elise? You know, I would capitalize on distress. So there's three things for distress, right? There's okay. the distressed market, there's distressed properties, and there's distressed buyers. Oh, I like that. I That's hate to cute. say capitalize on di distress. Am I coming off like a shark? I mean, I kind of <laughs> am, but I don't want to come yeah. off that way. I don't want to okay. come you're, off exactly you're, you're how nurse, I am. nursing shark or... Is there a nursing shark? I don't know. There's yeah, I don't want to come off exactly how I am, but distress, right? So distress yeah. market, distress market, buyer, buyer, property, uh, property. That's awesome. That's right. right. And sometimes there's two in, out of the three. Yeah. So um, I would I would absolutely capitalize on that. So when you are talking to people, you need to have an ARV that is much less fifteen. I don't know, fifteen percent less. You need to count on it being not the same as as it is today, and you need to express yeah. that to your buyer. Um, you know, and then I, I also think that, um, besides distress, uh, to be honest with you, those, those buyers it's creative financing. So Absolutely. you need to stress to them, um, about, you know, the, the interest rates right now. So you can make a deal happen and you can come to them and say, look, I am actually willing to give you this, um, price that you're looking yeah. for, but I need Absolutely. terms. I need terms. So those are the things um, that I would capitalize on the interest rates and the market as a whole, yeah. and then just make the deal work. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I love this conversation. So there's a couple of things I think people can look at. One of them in my market is days on market. Yep. Right. I, I've noticed in my market, uh, we get to 30 days on market. Motivation goes up, right? Listings Absolutely. get stale, all of that. Some markets, it might be 60, right? Go learn your buy box, your area. But days on market is a indicator. Like I wouldn't make a crazy offer on the first day listing. It's just right. that don't do that. But right. day 30, maybe. Right. What do you think? Right. And there's offer fatigue too. That's a real thing. So as they continue to get these low priced offers, their sentiment is going to change. They're going to understand the value is not what they thought it was. And then offer fatigue comes in. It might just be right timing or your persistence that you oh, were wow. continually saying, I'm still here. I am still interested at this price. Right. And then they're yeah. just like, forget it. Just take it. Like we're done. Yeah. I'm done. I want to move on. There's a thing called offer fatigue. It's real. Yeah. They just want to yeah. move on. Yeah, there's a property I'm looking at. Hopefully, it'll be the third one we buy. I think it's listed for 240. Uh, it's in bad. 240 is the ARV, perfect yeah. condition. It's yeah. rough. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm willing. I I have an offer out for 160, and we just follow up every Monday. Once we're still here, we're still yeah. here. Sometimes I make it 159. Sometimes I make it 161 just to change it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I, today right because I talked to him at nine o'clock today. Um, I said, we'll close by the 31st. Like, I'm just trying to figure out where the urgency is. And right. they're probably going to tell me no again, but you know what? I'll follow up next Monday again. Finding their motivation. It's it's on the market. So it's represented by an agent. Yep. Yep. Just talk yeah. to the agent. Yeah. Just, just ask the back. agent. Hey, like what, what's their motivation? I don't, you of know, I, yeah, yeah, he yeah. wants to sell it. The agent wants it out because this course. one's starting to age out. It's like, right. They're right, not going to have the listing anymore. Yeah. Interesting. I want you to get this. I want to come back on another and be like, hey, I got it. Got it. Check. 
Another. Check. Let me start on the next one. Check. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the other thing I think you said absolutely right. Um, we're going to do a lot less transactions next year. So mortgage brokers in trouble, agents in trouble, investors. We're going to do just fine because again, we're. I am willing to. I. You know what? I don't know what you know this, Elise, but I overpaid for a house one time. There what, was a house one time, but yeah, yeah one time. I, it's a great story. So there was a house that uh, that was worth a hundred grand. I was willing to pay a hundred grand, but yeah. the seller would not sell it for less than one twenty. And okay. I beat this up for like six months. Yeah. And it took me a while. This was the first time I really used this strategy. So it was probably eight years ago now. I said, okay, I'll give you one twenty, but you have to give me a thirty year fully amortized loan at one percent. All day. Said, yes. All day. I'm like, why didn't I think about this earlier? All day. Yeah. So I know this guy. Yeah. I talked to him. I don't know. I probably talked to him 40 times. Yeah. I guarantee you this guy is on the golf course still telling his buddies how he got this crazy kid to yeah. pay 120 for a 100. He just never tells him that he gave me a seller financing note at 1%. Right. Right. So I, I am willing to overpay. Your hundred percent, your return on investment. And what are you getting in rent for that property versus the note you owe? Oh, the rent's up 150% from the day I closed. Yeah. Your cash flow is again, right? Free house. It's like, I hate to, I, I don't like the term. I get it, but it's a free house. Your oh. note is less than what you are receiving and they are paying your principal and you're getting the depreciation and your house value is going up all of the things. Oh yeah. Uh, and Again, I if you're an agent in Fresno, California, and you have a seller that won't sell, reach out to me. I'll uh, I'll give you two. I, I I routinely today at least give two offers. Here's my cash number. Here's my terms number. Present them both. We have done the same. Yeah. We have done the same, and we do conventional in the in history where it made sense. We right. have done three offers. We have done our cash, a conventional, which is the lowest price cash which is the second highest price and then we've done a sub two for the highest price offer we've Why done three cash be above conventional oh did i say that wrong see i'm still tired from COVID. i'm so, so sorry. cash would be the know. lowest because you can close fast correct certainly. correct and then conventional, conventional correct yeah, I and sub you. two was the highest and in the last um that worked literally our sub yeah. two offer was taken because money was so important to them. They were upside down and we let them yeah. walk away with five, but the rest, it was a sub two. We rehabbed and six months later, and thank you for, for correcting my brain, but yeah, right. that's three offers. Same, same. Yeah. I, I think sub two is going to be uh, probably the number one strategy for many people over the next couple of years. Cause again, the debt's the asset that wasn't the yeah. case last time. Debt yeah. was toxic, literally toxic. Yeah. No, it's so good to have that's we do power of attorney over the property. It's a whole it's a whole thing and we love it and we've done it and it's yeah. uh, worked really well for us. Did you I forget, was this the one you did for like six months while you rehabbed it so you could get out? Correct. Put in permanent and debt. That was the second sub two. The first sub two we ever did, we literally turned around, didn't do anything to the property and straight up refinanced out of it. The first okay. one, we didn't do anything and we already had 20% sweat equity. It was about to go into foreclosure. It was a divorcing couple. Um, so you just brought it current and then you- Correct. We, we, correct. We played, um, yep. We did the arrears. I think the arrears were seven grand. We paid okay. the arrears and then we literally turned around and um, rate term we, refinanced. That was there it. You go. Yep. Yeah. So again, the, the sub two creative financing, it's all out there. It's not the end all be all for every situation. But it's certainly a tool I look to be adding to my bag. 
And again, I'm in the case where I will do the short-term stuff. I think, I don't know that I would do a long-term sub to me personally. We, I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. And like you right. just spoke to both of ours, we, we got out, and, but the fact and, is we didn't have to come with the 20% yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Then you do refi. If you got to bring three or four grand to make up. Yeah. The, the, I feel really comfortable doing that. I don't know that I would do a long-term one, but yeah, we, we haven't know. yet. Yeah. 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 But I'm open to it. If the situation presents itself. Right. Uh, so I, I think you're right. I think, I think 2023 is going to be a wonderful year for operators who do the work, distressed market, distressed property, distressed seller. You don't have to be a shark, but you can be there to solve problems. Um, and if you find somebody with two out of the three, yeah, there's something there. That's right. Awesome. Well, at least this has been a lot of fun. I look forward to doing this every Monday. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at investing for financial freedom. Awesome. Thank you so much.